week's episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Clayton John, and Christopher Admack. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the Should Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Truman, and this is episode 318. Play the victim, and you will be the victim. Ah. Ah. Uh, Red Bull certainly played the victim last night, didn't they? Mm, indeed. Uh, I guess it's good that I predicted a, a loss, because that was just horrible. I'm so mad that we have to like start a show bummed out, but I'm going to try to dissuade everyone from being, especially after the first game too. Right. So two week game for the Red Bulls. First, they hosted New York city FC on Sunday night, gave up a first goal in like the seventh or eighth minute, came back with the penalty kick in the, at the end of the first half, which by the way, first penalty kick in MLS for 2019 for the Red Bulls. It's amazing. Only took over half the season to get there. Uh, got a second goal, which we'll talk about the controversy around that. <laughs> I came away with a 2-1 win. Then midweek went to play Toronto FC, where they went and uh, gave up a goal again in the first 10 minutes. And just, <clears throat> TFC never looked back, went, coming out with a 3-1 uh, win. So that was a 3-1 loss for the Red Bulls. <clears throat> Let's start with the tweets. Truman, do you have the tweets for NYC, or do I need to pull those up? I got them right here. Okay. All right, so Grateful Shred 23, Casey Jones, says, not the greatest performance, but a Derby win nonetheless. Thoroughly enjoyed watching some Smurfs lose their minds and get carded over the calls. Should have gotten carded more. Well, yep. I can't believe that we, first of all, let me just say this. I can't believe we have to talk about two games where we can fill an entire episode talking about this game. I know. <laughs> but but I guess we're, we're just going to have to do what we got to do. Yeah. Uh, our good friend Anthony Gieffa says, in the words of JR, well, you know, Jim Ross, you talk about controversy. I was hoping he was going to say, my God. That would have been better for the TFC match, honestly. Yes. Uh, at Creepy Taxi, our friend Steve Santos says, I found the promo of Forza Lucha charity we have done over the years on Fox Sports better than the whole game today. Uh, what he's talking about is that before this game during the pre-show, they actually showed a little, um, I don't know, I'd call it an advertisement. They actually uh, showed clips of Forza Lucha and talked about it's, it. It's the the Foxes, or I guess MLS is like... Uh, supporter spotlight thingamajabber. Supporter charity thing, actually. Yeah. It's really, about, it's really more about what the fan bases are doing. Like right. It, when they did it for Atlanta, they were talking about um, I forget exactly what it was, but it was some charity linked to the Terminus Legion. So it's not like it's 
Well, it's more about the charity stuff. Right, but the difference is that ours is really fucking cool, and everything else they show is going to be really super lame in comparison. Forza Lucha, the only wrestling show hosted by a MLS supporters club. Yeah, so, I mean, they can have their nice charities for very nice organizations, I'm sure, but it, it's not pro wrestling. All right, so anyway, back on the train here. Uh, uh, Travis Moose at Moose underscore Travis says, the Red Bulls find themselves in a rather unique situation with who deserves to be starting up front. Brian White has been rather beastly as of late, but BWP is BWP. What to do moving forward when Bradley Wright Phillips is 100%? Hmm. I mean, and then we saw what happened last night, but um, I don't know, right? He hasn't played himself off the field yet, Brian White, right? No, I don't think he has. Um, is BWP 100%? I, I mean, I, I'm guessing no, because he didn't start again last night either. And he wasn't brought in to like, what, the 70th minute or something like that? Right. So if he was 100%, then he, I mean, I think he would have started. So I think that's a good question. It's its hard to get Brian White off the field right now. And Brian White wasn't even on the field yesterday. Right, yeah. He wasn't even in the, on the bench. No, he wasn't. He had the night off. Yep. All right. Uh, tweets for the TFC match. Do you want me to read those off or do you have those too? Uh, no, I can pull them up right here. All right. Um, here we go. Anthony, yet again, my friend, says, I'm sick of Mario and his shit play. Uh, ever since he got the Turkish League stuck in his head, he's played like crap. Kamar made a stupid tackle, but Mario's play that led to Toronto's, Toronto going up 3-1 was way worse. No, uh, I wouldn't say way worse. Uh, speaking of things with poop emojis, uh, at CNY Metro 96, just a, a, a gif of poop. So there you go. From Parks and Rec. Uh, Travis Moose again says the defense has no excuse any longer. Full strength, but yet still miserable in form and effort. Absolute disgrace. Strongly dislike Armis's lineup changes, albeit the short rest. Game just looked horrid all around. Yep. And then uh, at Tonino M said the difference between paying for players versus homegrown. And there's one more. Do you want me to get that one? Oh, sure. I didn't see it, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, Don Gould at MSU Guy Don. I am so tired of shit messing going on and on about how Bradley Wright Phillips is the main cure for the Red Bulls woes. <clears throat> Just stop it. Just play the kids at MSG Networks. Father Time is undefeated. At MLS, at Red Bull Red, at CN Red, at Mark Fishkin, at Joel Goldstein. Oh, I see that he just went he went tag happy on that. <laughs> he that did. He went for okay. everybody. Guess one of us was gonna read it, and it was gonna be us. <laughs> now Don has to tweet us to acknowledge that he actually listens to our show. Yep. That's how this works. Um, likes and dislikes. Where do you want to start with dislikes? Oh boy! Listen, I'm I'm gonna have to. I gotta break these games up. I just can't combine the two of them. Do, do, we, do we need to? Uh, you know what? Let's. That's probably fair. Let's just do each one. So, do you want to start with the worst result and then work our way backwards and sure. Yeah, let's let's be mad and then we'll we'll get a little happier. Okay, so we'll start with TSC. What did you dislike about that match? Well, I, I think the big issue was that uh, even before uh, Toronto scored that first goal, which was, what, in the sixth minute, seventh minute, whatever it was? Yeah. Uh, you knew they were in trouble. You knew they were in trouble about two minutes in because I think a minute in, TFC had a good break down the field. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> and, oh, and if it wasn't for a wide shot, what if at least had a shot on target? Yeah, so, I mean, that was a really glaring sign. Uh, and then again, when they scored so early in on, listen, that was a that was a great goal from Josie Altador. It was. There, there, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, what am I going to do? You, you just, you're not going to get a flick like that very, very often. Um, 
but yeah, that I think that was just a bad sign. You're like, ah, that bad shit. You just kind of knew it wasn't going to be their night. It, it really wasn't going to be. But listen, I would have been okay losing, but I feel like the way we lost was just terrible. Like we couldn't control the midfield, <laughs> the defense back together for the first time in um, at least a month or two. The outdoor goal aside was just kind of shit all night. For sure. For sure. Because, yeah, you're going up the penalty. Bad third goal. And I, you can argue the cross should have been, for the first goal, should have been, you know, challenged more, but it's hard to really justify that one. Mm-hmm. But just, <clears throat> you have your first team defense back, and that's the shit you pull. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> at this point, my biggest concern with those starting four is Mario, because Lawrence at least. Doesn't make boneheaded plays that often. Right, right. But this is clearly like the third or fourth time this year that Mario's done shit like this. And, and, I, it's, and it's worse because I'm I am assuming that Luis Robles called that it's his. Right? Mm-hmm. And so at as defender, especially in that situation, what do you do? You block you block the, the uh attacker, right? Yep. No, he let himself get pushed the fuck over. Like, come on, man. And he, he should be not getting pushed over by anybody. No, he shouldn't. Just – and just, you know, the extension of that is just the shit first halves we have. I mean, I know it's only a few games back from the international break, but what is with this trend over the last two games of letting the opposing team just control shit from the beginning? Yeah. That's not how this team – that's not what this is supposed to be. I'm not saying we have to have possession all the time, and we really shouldn't, right? Counter-pressing works better when you don't have the ball. But, Jesus, don't let the opposing team just walk right into your box the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not not a, not a, uh, a good showing. And you know what? I'm, I'm breaking this out for the first time in a while. It's fucking embarrassing! Because it is. This is this is the team that was the best defensive record in 2018, mm-hmm. and we are nowhere close to that anymore. Team team effort, not even backline. The whole fucking team isn't back to that point. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, it's weird. I mean, we could just we since we have to talk about another game. Uh, I'm going to throw my afterthoughts in here. Is that um, it, it also sucked that they had several chances, great chances that they couldn't capitalize on. That hurts too. Like Kaku actually getting the ball in the box by himself. Yeah, yep, yep. You know that that's a killer when you miss those, especially on the road. Way to make that DP money, buddy. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll love him next week. It's fine. He'll do something great, and everyone will love him again. And then he'll kick the ball in somebody's face, and he'll be back on the shit list. Yeah, <laughs> just yep. circle round and round and round. What he is. <laughs> He's inevitable. <laughs> Kaku is inevitable. Um, do you have anything you like from this match? Uh, but, 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 but. I mean, I mean, I, I guess I'll get the play of Derek Etienne's play to get um, Barlow the ball because that was a great one man effort, and he definitely danced around <laughs> the guy several times. Um, I mean, I can't give Barlow too much credit for the shot because he was just standing right there. How about, how about you give Barlow credit for somehow staying behind the back line 
in an onside position with nobody from Toronto understanding what what was happening. True, that's true. Well, I think they were just being hypnotized by Derek Etienne's <laughs> moves. I was being hypnotized, but there was definitely a defender behind him. They should have realized he's an onside position, right? So to to toe that line and keep yourself onside while being literally behind everybody else on defense. Yeah, I mean, Etienne gets credit for getting the ball there, but if he isn't in that spot, then Etienne's. Uh, Right. All right. Can we do afterthought for this real quick? Sure. All right. I'm just going to say this. Uh, I don't think the Red Bulls were ever going to win this game, honestly. I I, I would guess I was being nice when I said a 1-1 draw on last week's show. Um, But listen, you're going to Toronto with two days off uh, playing the, the one of the biggest games of the season. Let's just say that was the biggest game of the season so far. I think it was. Um. You know, Atlanta's always big, but after the three three draw to Atlanta, yeah, yeah, you know, because it's it's the Derby match, it's a rivalry. Despite what anyone wants to say, if it is, it isn't. It it clearly is. Um, It just, I I don't think that that's not just a letdown. That's just it's really tough playing two days later, traveling on the road and having to throw what is your third option at striker to start the game. Yeah, he got a goal, but. That's what they had to go with. What's your third option? So it, it was just I'm not I'm not jumping off a bridge after this loss. Yeah, it, it absolutely sucks. I would love to get any, any kind of point, but you know maybe with a week off it would have been a different result. But I, I it's not the end of the world. I'll agree to that, but. Armors clearly was not ready for this match. No time to be ready. I don't know. I just I can't get mad at anybody in this one. I I know everyone's mad, but it's it's hard for me to get really mad over this one. It it'll be worse if we pull an absolute shitter against Orlando. That will be yeah. I think that I think coming out there without any kind of point that will be trouble. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But mm-hmm. if, if we do not win at Orlando. <clears throat> I feel like we have to win at Orlando now, but if we don't, I, if if a draw is not in the world, but if we lose, it should absolutely be. Uh, this coaching seat is literally two two seconds from burning Armis's ass level of hotness. <laughs> Jerry on research getting back out of his uh, easy boy chair again. <laughs> All right, uh, so NYCFC at home. Yeah, let's go backwards. Let's, let's like, be happy. Like just like so. Always end on the happy note. What did you dislike about this one? I'll tell you what I fucking didn't like. I didn't like the fact that I was going to this game. I was on my way. I was in my car. My car that only has a little over 15,000 miles on it. And I had freaking engine issues with the car. And I had to turn around. Thankfully, I wasn't far away. I had to turn around and come back home and watch the dumb game on TV. That was very upsetting. Because if you want to talk about the games you don't want to miss, this is this is one of them. And the atmosphere looked absolutely awesome there. Watching it on TV as I'm, you know, as you did, it was loud. It sounded great, and I had to watch it from my freaking living room couch. Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. my car's fine, but you know, I mean that's that's the important thing is that your car's okay. Yeah. Uh, my dislike. Is and I'm not talking about the actual call at the moment. It's going to be more of the else around it. How uh, pretty much eleven NYCFC players crowd the referees mm. 
Not a single one is given a yellow for dissent. No, that's yeah. And then somehow nine minutes of stoppage time occurs. Yep. So they not only get to argue the call, they get a shit ton of stuff. They get all the minutes back. Yeah, they get it all back. Yep. I that I think was Russ just kind of lost it on that one. And I'm going to talk about that in afterthoughts because I feel like that needs to be separate. It's not really like or dislike, but. I mean, you can't give Brian White a descent when he is nowhere near you. Mm-hmm. And literally, you have to push guys away from the AR, and they get nothing. Sean Johnson sprinted from the bot As soon as the- he got up, he sprinted from where he was to the AR and got in his face. Yep. That is descent. Yeah. Yep. What do we know? Mass confrontation. Yep. Anybody remember that from a few years ago? Yeah. Yeah, so that's my dislike, is that NYC basically got off and then got an advantage for it. Uh, since Pat's not here, can I just give, give an added dislike to uh, all the turnovers in the first half? Sure. Okay, there we go. Oh, Joe's stuck too. I'm going to just pretend I'm Pat, uh, instead of mentioning it in afterthoughts, since that'll be a whole different thing. Uh, Pat is saying that he doesn't like all of those constant turnovers in the first half, because that was extremely frustrating. It was. Any any sort of counterattack, and it was just immediately dead because it was going to the wrong person. Yep. All right. Likes for the game. Truman, what's your, what's your like? Uh, I don't know. Beating the NYCFC again. Total. Uh, I mean, we're going to talk about one goal for, like, probably about three hours. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, props to uh, uh, Danny Royer for scoring both of them. Uh, completely calm and collected on the on the penalty, which was absolutely a penalty, absolutely without a doubt. Um, so kind of surprised it wasn't a red card, but they're so saying according, that according, yeah, apparently double jeopardy thing. Thinking, right, right. It's not yep. fucking double jeopardy. It really isn't. If you no. think about it, he stopped the goal scoring. One, you can argue it's a denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity because he was literally the last defender. And second, he kicked the guy in a fucking chest. I know. Yeah. Yep. How how you give a yellow card because he's in the box is beyond me. That doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. But hey, listen. Any day you beat them is a great day. Controversial or not. My like is going to be and I know there I know there are rational New York City FC fans out there, so this is not about them but it's for the ones that are irrational and kept going on and on and on about the controversy. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you that salt that came off of those fans fed me for like a good day. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, I get you're upset. I'm pretty sure if I was in your position, I'd be upset too. But at some point the players have to be responsible for their actions on the field. Mm-hmm. You can't explain away the fact that the Red Bull players apparently knew what was going on and your players didn't. Right. Right, you can't tell me the Red Bulls players somehow knew, or or didn't know, but just assumed it was a throw-in, right? Right. Because okay, let's let's argue for the sake that he assumed it was a throw-in, but if it was a corner, the whistle would have blown. And if it was supposed to be a throw-in, and it was signal as such, honestly, I didn't see it because they never never showed that on TV. Mm-hmm. But. Presumably, the Red Bulls players at least knew about it. 
because none of them were surprised. Everybody was ready. Right. And you could, there's had to have been a New York City player close by. I mean, it's just, I don't know. Also, also, uh, no player is going to argue for a throw in. <laughs> you know, no, Actually, no, it was no. a throw in. It was a throw in. Well, no, the, the NYC's, if you look at the replay, or if you look at what happened live, it was the AR signal to the corner. Uh, I forget which New York City player was there, but he was walking back towards goal, wagging his finger, trying to argue it was a throw in. And then wasn't ready for the restart. <laughs> ready for the play that he actually probably wanted it to happen. He, literally, he wanted it to be a throw in, and he wasn't ready for it. Yeah. And, and again, let me say this, NYCFC fans, because we've talked about this for how many years? For 318 episodes. Um, you didn't lose because of one call. The end. This was not a controversial penalty in the 92nd minute. Okay. You had plenty of time to score. You had chances. So I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. And you were given nine minutes of stoppage time. Nine minutes of stoppage time. Yeah. They, this team had plenty of time to score a, a second goal. So I don't want to, I don't want to hear you crying about one call. I really don't because I don't want to hear from our, you know, our fans when things like that go against us. If, if this was the exact opposite result, I, we have to be more mad at the fans. And someone on Twitter even said, I forget who it was. They said, this was us. We'd be yelling at the fan for, at the players for not paying attention and not the referees for the call. And that's the way you should be. You should be mad at your players for not paying attention. Yeah. Ultimately, that's the problem. How many times over the years have we seen our team getting beaten because of the quick restart when the team's not paying attention? Because it's been, it's been a couple times over the past few years. You know, that, this actually reminded me of, um, I think it was two, maybe three years ago, the Sasa question corner kick at Chicago, mm-hmm. where I think it was Felipe, like, set it up, touched it, and then question realizing what was going on asked the, the question is this ball live and when he got an answer just started dribbling chicago realized what was going on and actually tried to stop it and we still scored and the controversy was just the fact that we were able to go right but i mean in that instance people were pissed off but they were more i think in general chicago is more pissed off the fact that it wasn't signaled and i'll give them a little bit of leeway on that one. There was no real signal the ball was live. I don't, I don't think there really is one. But, I mean, it just reminds me of that, where it's players in, in general weren't ready for what happened on the field and ultimately bit them in the ass. Yep. But, again, don't tell me that's the reason you lost, because it's not. So, since we're already talking about this, mm-hmm. let's let's just go to the afterthoughts. Uh, my thought on this, aside from the confrontation stuff, Alan Kelly is well within his rights to change the call. I've been a setter ref. Grant, granted, it was in, you know, rec league for like 13 year, or like eight, nine year olds, but I've been in that, that position. <clears throat> and ultimately, the person that makes the calls is the center. I've been AR in that position where I've made signal to throw in and it was overruled and it was just play was allowed to continue. It happens. Now, should there be better better signaling? Yes. I wish TV had shown Alan Kelly. I don't know if had any cameras actually picked him up. But 
I mean, he didn't stop the play. So, right. That ultimately, that's what it comes down to. If if the call was a corner, he should have been stopping the play. Yep. Boo, boo, fucking who? Like I said, I'd probably be pissed if I was in New York City fans' shoes, but ultimately, I'd put on the players. Sure, right. Because that, that, that's who the onus is on. So you have to drive for a team that just falls over and cries after every like, time they get touched. So. Right. And, uh, oh, you know what? Okay, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Fuck <laughs> off, Morales. Fuck you. I'm, gl- I'm glad they didn't call, call that foul on your bullshit and stoppage time. You shouldn't be allowed to just to get in front of somebody and stop like that. I'm, I'm glad. Who was it? Mario, I think. Had, had like basically, or looked like he ran him over, and then the play was allowed to continue at the mm-hmm. end. Of the game. I'm kind of glad it happened because you're a fucking whiny ass baby. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The whole game. Look at Brian White. He got kicked in the chest. He rolled around because it hurt, but then he got up and then said nothing. Yep. Uh, don't, get, don't get me wrong. There are Red Bull players that can get pretty bad too, but right. The fucking the fucking diving getting called out pisses me the fuck off. Oh my god, I, I don't care who it is. That shit will always drive me crazy. It just makes the sport look bad. It makes the non fan see that and go, "Oh, see, this is like what to do. That's what the sport's all about. All they do is cry and, and fake being hurt, and it looks bad." So stop it, idiots. All right. Any other afterthoughts? Nah. Okay. So prediction contest. Uh, Pat actually got it completely right. He called 2-1 for the NYCFC match. We got three points out of that. Uh, you and I both got a point because we called wins. Then uh, we went to Toronto where we all had different predictions. Uh, I ultimately came out on top, not only calling the loss, but exactly 3-1. So that means in the standings, I am currently in first place with 13 points. Wow. Truman is in second with eight. And Pat has been has closed the gap a little bit. He is now in third with six. Damn. Shit's getting real. Yeah. And it's kind of ironic that I got more points this week, these last two matches, than the Red Bulls did. <laughs> All right. And uh, fan predictions, like I said last week, it's probably not going to happen for a while. So, if it, if it all for us to hear, oh, sorry, you got, you got them all hyped now. Like, what you're doing? Yeah, sorry. M- moving, moving, and real life kind of take importance here. At least, at least you're fi- <gasps> finding time to do the podcast, though. Yeah, I, I am finding time to do the podcast, That's which right. is going to be interesting considering. Uh, I kind of mentioned this to you. August 1st and 2nd, I have painters coming in. I'm going to have to disconnect my internet, so I don't know what we're doing that week. Mm. Oh, and Google and our method of uh, recording this, Google <laughs> on air, is going away August 1st. <laughs> yeah. So brace yourself for no more show. <laughs> that was it. Until I come back from vacation in September, we're just going to take August off. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I, I imagine I could set up in the new house pretty quick. It's just a, ma- a matter of finding that something by the end of uh, July. Yeah, so people tell us what we could use. Yeah. Preferably free. Yes. Especially free. <coughs> All right. So, the Red Bulls are traveling down to Orlando to take on Orlando <coughs> SC on Saturday, July 21st, or sorry, Sunday, July 21st, 7:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Game will be on Fox Sports 1. Good. Orlando 
this record is going to change because they are playing tonight uh, after we record this. But going into tonight, their record is seven, nine, and four, four, five, and one at home, plus one goal difference, ninth in the East. Their last five before tonight, loss, win, loss, draw, win. And they are playing, like I said, tonight, Thursday, the what, today, the 18th? Yeah, 18th. In Portland. So not only do the Red Bulls get an extra day of rest, Orlando has to deal with coming home from the West Coast. Yep. So Pat is obviously not here. His prediction is a 1-1 draw. Uh, <coughs> since I'm in the lead, I'm going to go first, and I'm going to predict a very optimistic, and I'm hoping this is actually going to happen, 2-1 win. Because if we don't win, I I personally feel if we don't win that – Armistice's job should be in jeopardy as, as as much as it may not be. But we absolutely need to win this game because we can't lose to a team like Orlando ever. We just can't. Uh, you mean twice, right? Because we've already lost in the months. Well, yeah, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we can't lose to a team like Orlando. We are higher in the standings. This should be something we win. All right, so I guess we're just going to say revenge factor here. Um, I'm going to have to be different from you because I got to I got to jump back in the stand. <laughs> I, I have to do something. I have to get to do something different. We got what like 13 games left now, I think. Yeah, so I don't I don't know what to do here. I mean, I want I want to feel optimistic and say they're going to get points out of this. Um, I can't say one one. Uh, you know, I I got to make a jump. So, oh boy, I'm going to give it a two two draw here just to be different from Pat and to be different from you. Um, I mean, you could be the same as Pat because he's behind you still. Yeah, but that doesn't really end. It doesn't get me too far. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't know. It is another road game. Um, these road wins are hard to uh, get. So three days rest after already playing two games this week. I'm not feeling great about them coming out all guns blazing and then coming out with straight wins. So, uh, yeah, just give me the old two-two draw here. I and I have one prediction. I think they're gonna another. They're gonna get another penalty kick in this game. That would be awesome because we hadn't had one all year. We suddenly we got one, and I think we're gonna get another. So I'm trying to. I, I just thought of this because of how bad the weather is in Maryland right now. Mm-hmm. So Sunday, and I wish I had thought of this. Sunday is isolated th- thunderstorms throughout the day. Uh, six six p.m. because I'm having trouble getting any better than this. 6 p.m. is supposed to be rain, 87 uh, degrees with 60% humidity. And 9 is supposed to be 82 degrees with 76% humidity. Mm. So that's going to be a fun game. Oh, yeah. Hydration breaks are going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's good they're playing at n- night. So Night-ish. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not quite night. It's going to be night-ish. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, New York Red Bulls 2, last match. An 8-1 victory over Atlanta United 2 at home. Yeah. which In a game in which they had a one-man advantage for a good portion of that match. Uh, They're now 11-4-4, 37 points on the year, plus 21 goal difference, second in the East. The next match is away to Memphis 901 on Saturday, July 20th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. 
Uh, Sky Blue FC picked up their second win of the season, a one nothing win over the Utah Royals. In Utah, yes? No, at home. Oh, it was at home. Okay. Still to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Uh, that puts them at a record of two, two, and seven, eight points on the year, minus six in goal difference, ninth in the league, which I don't understand this. I was telling you before we started recording. They have the same point total as Orlando, but they have a better goal difference, yet they're listed as ninth on the, the league website. Someone's messing up with, on the website. With two less games played, too. Yeah, I don't know. Someone, someone's messing up on the old website there. Yeah. Get but, your shits together. But New York, or sorry, Sky Blue has a chance to rectify that, though, because the, their match this week is away to the Orlando Pride on Saturday, July 20th, 7.30 p.m. So, very possible... New Jersey, New York sweep on uh, Orlando Orlando teams this weekend. Ooh. Yeah. All right. That brings us to the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. Uh, Do you know who James Harden is? Yes. He plays basketball. Yep. For the Houston Rockets. He is now part owner of the Houston Dash. Cool. The NWSL team down in Houston. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad somebody's willing to invest in the NWSL. Hopefully that gets hopefully that gets Houston dash some more uh, eyeballs because they can certainly use it. I know the league can use it. But uh, I'm glad there's some high-profile people that are willing to invest in NWSL. I should mention he's, uh, you know, he's also ownership in the, the Dynamo as well. Uh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's like the same group that owns both teams. But uh, still, props to him for for investing some cash. Yeah. Also, I I don't like the city of Houston because they did beat the Knicks in 1994. So, yep. And it was the only chance the Knicks ever had of winning a title in my lifetime. And it was the best team the Knicks have had in years. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. So Houston, I'm still holding a grudge. Plus, you beat us for nothing. On July 4th. Oh, yeah. Steve's so much to dislike about it. I know. And who likes orange anyway? Yeah. I'll let the Astros slide. No, no. You know what? I'm not going to let the Astros slide. They won a World they went, no, because they went to the American League, which makes no sense because there's already a team from Texas in the American League. There shouldn't be two. It's all well, very that, upsetting. That just means that they don't have to deal with the interleague play crap. Yeah, but still, like that that's not the way baseball should be. They should have just added another team to AL. Yep. No, no. All right, moving on. Um, so this week, or Friday, I should say, the LA Galaxy are hosting LAFC. Uh, what do they call this? This rivalry it's, or whatever? It's the... Um, this is not the El Trafico, right? Yeah, El Trafico. I think that's what it is. Okay. So... <clears throat> LA Galaxy have canceled tickets for traveling LAFC fans, specifically those involved or part of the 3252 supporters group. Uh, the reason is because they were behind the LA Galaxy supporters and they bought tickets through a, quote, youth team. Apparently, this is a problem for the Galaxy where you have, quote, youth teams buying tickets really just acting as a show to pass them on to other people. Really? At least that's what I saw on Reddit that there's a it's a problem for at least the Galaxy. I imagine it's probably a problem for other teams too, but 
that galaxy seem especially susceptible to this. Some shady S. Yep. And apparently all the LAFC fans tried to get out in front of it because they were saying how the Galaxy cancels their tickets without any warning. But the Galaxy offered refunds to all the people that paid for those tickets, so you got your money back. Yeah. Sorry, I'm watching. I guess there's some kind of controversial call in this uh, Cincinnati DC match. Yeah, I don't know what they're looking at here. They, I think they called some kind of penalty, but I'm trying to see where it is. I don't even fucking know. I don't know. I don't know what they're looking at. Anyway, sorry. I'm trying to figure out what this. Oh, I think they're calling a handball. Good, good, good. I hope Cincinnati scores. Cause fuck DC. All right, so the last one on the dumping ground is yours, Truman. Oh, yeah, just that um, the stadium plans were revealed for FC Cincinnati. Uh, coincidentally, the team I'm watching on TV right now. Um, it, it looks okay. looks like they're going to have cool lighting and stuff, but I think the most important thing is that it's a privately funded stadium. Again, another team privately funding a stadium, uh, which I always give props to because you're not, not making taxpayers uh, pay a shit ton of money for something that they don't really care about. I fully support privately funded stadiums because the tax breaks are bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show that these owners can afford the stadiums that they want. They all can. I don't care what sport you own. You have all the money in the world to build these things yourself. And if you don't, you can rope in suckers who can do. Yep. But yeah, just leave the, leave the freaking taxpayers alone. They're going to get nothing out of it. So this is good. Good news. Okay, so he's not here, but Truman, you're going to fill in. It's time for Pat's Betting Corner. All right, I'm going to kick it off. Obviously, we always say just wins and losses. Uh, Let's go with El Trafico tomorrow night, and let's give uh, the Galaxy the home win. All right? Galaxy at at home. Uh, We're going to take – I'm going to take – Let's see. I'll never bet for NYCFC. So let's take Colorado at home. And we'll give you a road team. Minnesota seems to be playing pretty well this, uh, this week. Minnesota at Real Salt Lake. They get the win. Yeah, Minnesota's turned into a kind of scary team. Yep. They're wonderwalling all over the place. I- I'm glad we're not in the West. But I'd be scared if we somehow met them. In- well, we had to even make it. But if we were to make MLS Cup, I would not want to face them right now. Yep. All right, so only thing left on the agenda, or agenda, wow, I don't know what that came from, is time for Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. That's terrible. Anytime I could speak positive on beloved Mike Pecky, I will. So thank you, Mike, and thank you, Real Salt Lake, for beating Philadelphia for nothing last weekend. That feels good. And now Philly is slowly but surely getting those harsh doses of reality as they're going to come crashing down to earth and tumbling down the standings. Oh, so it's time for the regression to the mean. That's awesome. Yep. All right. So any last things you want to talk about before we get out of here? No, sir. Okay. Let's wrap this up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash red bull rant. One buck a month is all you need to support us and get exclusive content, such as our monthly wrap ups, any live post games we do, anything, decided to do such as talking about wrestling because we did that for wrestlemania 
Uh, or the Avengers, if that that one's still up there. If you want to hear about our thoughts about Avengers Endgame? Oh yeah, up there. You can call us nine seven three three four eight five three two nine. Email us redbullrant at gmail.com on Facebook, facebook.com slash redbullrant on Twitter at redbullrant for the show at Dr. Stooch for myself at pmacda2 for Pat at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Speaking of wrestling. For Zalucha, as we said, that was mentioned earlier on the show, is August 31st back at the Holy Cross School, where it was the last two years. If you'd like to be a sponsor, <laughs> if you want to sponsor uh, the show, message me, tweet me, or email forzalucha at gmail.com. That is it. That's awesome. That's going to be back this year. Yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah, Red Bulls, uh, don't make me mad. You better win. <laughs> All right. So for Truman and myself, this has been episode 318 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, go Red Bulls. Get them. <laughs>